Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is time for Clear to Play, and we take you inside the tent to get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring in Professor and Chief of Sports Medicine at UCSF, Dr. Brian Feely. Hello, Doc. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, We're doing fine, except for uh, we're scratching heads a little bit with this Brock Purdy news. Still inflamed three and a half weeks later, and now surgery is put off. What's your reaction? Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm kind of confused, too. This isn't something that we would normally delay for. So either something new came up on his exam or there's something else going on that's causing a delay. So there could be some soft tissue inflammation that typically would have gone down by now, but maybe he's got a bursitis in the back of the elbow that they really need to get him to decrease and go away before they can operate. But in all honesty, I'm as confused as you guys. So this doesn't necessarily indicate that the severity of the UCL injury is worse than what we previously would have thought. No, I don't think so at all. I think it just means that he's got some swelling. They would rather hold off. And I don't think long-term it changes the timeline. So if it increases the predictability of the surgery a little bit, and that may save save a few weeks on the other end, I think it's totally safe. Waiting a little bit for this surgery, if, if there's any doubt, is always the right answer. So my guess is the team doctor or the person doing the surgery is likely the team or is the team doctor for the Rangers knows what he's doing around elbows, and he's going to do what is going to be the safest, best long-term option for Brock Purdy. Okay, so your your lack of concern, but the height of confusion, I want to hear more about that. So, because we read some other things from, you know, other doctors out there today who are saying, yeah, it makes sense that it would still be uh, inflamed if it's a significant UCL injury, and it looks like this one is. So tell me a little bit more about what exactly is is confusing. Sure. So I think without seeing the imaging, it's tough to say. And the severity of the injury doesn't necessarily predict which surgery we're going to do. So when we look at Brock Purdy, we're looking at two different potential surgeries. One is the suture augmentation, where you put essentially a suture brace, which is an internal essentially heavy suture into the area to allow what is a healthy ligament that popped off the bone to heal. That's the one that they talk about having a five to six month time point um, in terms of return to play. The other option is you say the entire tendon is shredded. It's not reconstructable. We need to give him a new uh, tendon, which is essentially the Tommy John surgery. That's the one where you're looking at 12 to 15 months. The confusion is that inflammation, unless it's really severe, doesn't usually slow down this surgery all that much. That being said, if his elbow is really still swollen, waiting a couple weeks to allow the muscles to recover, to allow the soft tissue and the, the skin and everything else around the elbow to have a more predictable recovery and get him into physical therapy a little bit faster afterwards is always going to be the right call. 
What's the nature of inflammation continuing to persist after this length of time? Does it vary from human to human, or does this indicate maybe that there's been some additional usage or some mobility in the arm that's kept the inflammation high? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty variable. Some people tend to swell a lot with relatively minor injuries. It's probably due some to the severity of the injury to the soft tissues around it. So you've got your the muscles that flex your wrist or bend your wrist towards your elbow. And if those have a partial tear in it as well, there could be a little bit more bleeding. You can have enough of an injury also when you have almost a near elbow dislocation when your arm is bent back like that, but some of the joint fluid inside the elbow could have for a few weeks been persistently leaking out and causing a little bit more swelling. Dr. Brian Feely with us here on Clear to Play. So just to kind of put a bow on that, and then I want to ask you about Steph, but to put a bow on that for people who are maybe just tuning in, you do not think that this necessarily means anything bad, and it certainly doesn't even take week one out of play. Yeah, I don't think it means anything bad. I think it means that they're being conservative. And if they do the um, internal bracing procedure, he's still on track for being back mid-August, being ready to play by week one. And if he has the other procedure, he's gone for the season. So waiting a couple weeks to make it a more predictable rehab, I think is totally fine. Yeah. And Twitter and the 49ers world should not panic. Okay. Yeah, we're trying not to panic. <laughs> well, but Twitter's always yeah. going to panic. We're not going to do anything about sure. that, Doc. Yeah, and uh, we were hoping, Doc, today to have news that the surgery was, quote, a successful surgery, as most of the surgeries that you guys perform are of that nature. Uh, the Gary Payton, the second injury, is a curious one. They traded for him, and he was playing in Portland. Now he's out with the Golden State Warriors. What do you think the return to play is for the injury of this nature? Yeah, honestly, I think they're doing everything right and letting him completely rest. When you have any of these groin and core muscle injuries, there's a whole host of things that attach down in that area. So you can imagine at the bottom of your stomach muscles is also where the muscles where your hip adductors, the muscles that turn into your groin, uh, originate. So you can have a successful surgery in that area, but as you're recovering, be more at risk for having a groin strain. And honestly, I, my guess is it really depends on how the next few weeks go. If the, if the Warriors are looking good without him, are still in playoff contention, I would rest him as long as possible and get him healthy for a playoff push. If it looks like we're falling out of contention. I'd get him ready for next year. Uh, what about Steph, Doc? Can you can we answer it this way? Like, uh, at what point should a Warrior fan get concerned if, if he's not back on the court? Again, I think it depends on it depends on the record. Uh, you know, I think with this injury, it's a really uncommon injury. So even in football and other collision sports, we rarely see injuries to the um, tibia and fibula up that high by the knee. So it's really going to be based on how he feels and how his recovery trajectory is feeling. This is something that I would assume that he's going to have to be totally pain-free for, for and feel like he can do all the jumping and landing in that area. So, you know, I would say on average another two weeks before even thinking, gosh, this is taking longer than expected. Uh, Doc, great stuff, and thank you as always. All right, guys. Take care. Okay. Uh, the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.